You're now locked into another episode of Arrows to the Heart. The podcast that will either fix your relationship or end it. Please welcome the man behind it, your host, Arrows Miranda. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to yet another episode of Arrows to the Heart. Today, we're going to be talking about breakups, how to heal from breakups. Because look, I know it hurts. Breakups are never easy. They're not fun. You start to blame yourself. You feel alone. You try to be happy, but deep down, they're all you can think about. You start wondering if you're going to be alone forever or if you're even capable of falling in love or of being loved. But the pain you're feeling right now, it's temporary. I promise that the pain you're going through right now, it's temporary. It sounds super cliche, but there's always sunshine after the rain. And I hope that this podcast episode is able to give you advice. It's able to give you some tips on how to start healing. And you know what? I hope it's able to give you some of that sunshine that you need so desperately right now. And I'll be honest with you, I feel great today. And I know it doesn't sound like the happiest of topics, but the fact that you can heal, the fact that you can start moving on and processing the breakup, I think that's good. I think that's happy. And I think you'll be happy again as well. So without further ado, let's get to it. We're going to cover a few steps on how to start healing, how to start getting that happiness back. Okay, so step number one, and guess what? It's a little bit of a homework assignment. And we've done this before, but I need you to do it again. I need you to find a piece of paper or pull out your phone notes, whatever is easier for you. And I want you to write down all the bad things about your past relationship. This step will help you understand that it ended for a reason. I get it. You're wondering if you could have done more to make them stay. You're probably blaming yourself. But no matter what, This is not all on you. Them choosing not to be with you, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. We have a habit of romanticizing our past partners and relationships. We have a habit of wanting to fix the person who broke us. So right now you're focusing on the what ifs, on the times they made you feel good, on the times they made you feel happy. But for this step, focus on the bad. Honestly, write down how they're not sitting down next to you right now working on it, how they wouldn't listen, how they made you feel alone when you needed them most. It sounds counterproductive, but this will help you start realizing that it wasn't all on you, that they weren't the right person for you, because the right person would have tried to work through the issues with you. They would have tried to weather the storm with you. Because yes, look, relationships have ups and downs. But did they do everything that they could have done to fight for the relationship? To work on the issues with you? So that's step number one. It's a little bit of homework, but write down the bad. Shed a few tears. It's okay. But you need to understand that it wasn't all on you. Write down the bad. Now let's move on to step number two. And it's a little thing I like to call no contact. Let's be honest. Right now, you're probably tempted to chase closure. 
you're telling yourself, hey, I'm just going to text them to tell them that I'm fine, that I'm doing great, that I'm over them. But deep down, we know that's not true. Doing no contact is so important for your healing process. You're going to need time away from your ex to fully process what happened, to fully process the breakup. Every time you reach out to them, you're going to give them the satisfaction of knowing that, hey, I'm not over you. You're going to delay your healing process. You're going to torture yourself over analyzing their, their response or lack of response. But they aren't worth your time if you were not worth theirs. Let's say that again. They're not worth your time if you weren't worth their time. So step number two is do no contact. This means don't text them. Don't call them. Don't stalk their social media. Don't even check their social media. It means not asking their friends about how they're doing. Don't keep tabs on them. It also means not going to certain places just because you hope you'll run into them. Don't do that. Do no contact. Prioritize yourself. You have already wasted enough time, energy, and tears on this person. So you have to do no contact. And I do want to give you a little piece of advice. If you find yourself that you have an urge to text them to reach out, do this instead. Number one, write the message down in your notes and don't send it. And number two, have a designated friend that you can either send that message to instead or that you can call and you can say, hey, you know what? I really want to text my ex right now. And that friend can give you some clarity. That friend can be there for you. But when you have an urge to reach out to them, ask yourself, what am I trying to accomplish? How will I feel if they don't respond? Or if they give me a response that I don't want, will that set me back in my healing process? Ask yourself that because doing no contact is so, so important. And that's why it's step number two. Let's go to step number three. And this step is push yourself to stay busy. It's simple. When we have a lot of free time, which tends to be the case right after a breakup, we start thinking about our ex, about what could have been. We start remembering all the memories and an idle mind will play those memories on repeat. That's why step three, I want you to stay busy. I'm not suggesting it. I'm telling you to do it. I want you to write down three to five hobbies that you really want to try. And I want you to actually try them. It can be something like joining an online class, learning a new skill. I want you to set a time frame of two weeks. In the first week, I want you to figure out a hobby that you really want to try. It can be anything. And in the second week, I want you to actually take the steps to start that hobby. When we break up, we lose some of that confidence that we had in ourselves. And I want you to rediscover the person you were before them. The person who could fall in love and try new things. So learn a new skill. Prove to yourself that you can still learn and grow and keep becoming the amazing person you've always been without them. It's not only going to push you to stay busy and distracted, but it's also going to give you that self-awareness, self-belief, self-worth, 
and self-love that you so desperately need right now. So that's step number three. Push yourself to stay busy. Step number four. Don't rush into a new relationship, but don't be afraid of human connection. I want you to reconnect with old friends, and I want you to meet new people as well. So many of us think that the best way to get over someone is to rush into a new relationship, but that's not it. Human connection and interaction is so important, but it doesn't have to be a relationship or a physical connection. So step number four is to text some friends that you have not reached out to in a while. Lean on them. Call them. You don't have to do this alone and they're going to be there for you. They're going to keep you distracted. If you don't have those friends, don't be scared to meet new people. Make new friends. Build your support system by making a list of all the individuals you can reach out to and make a commitment to contact each person by a certain date. That's how you strengthen that support system. And if you feel like you don't have the friends or you're having a hard time meeting new people, don't be scared to lean into therapy. That's another form of support. That's another support system. So don't be scared to do that. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to be that person that kept everything inside because I didn't want to bother others or because I thought that they might not understand what I was going through. But when I reached out to my friends, when I created that support system and I opened up, it was immediately such an incredible feeling. So allow yourself to be vulnerable with others. Surround yourself with friends and people that choose you. You don't have to do this alone. So step number four, don't rush into a new relationship, but don't be afraid of human connection. It's time to strengthen that support system. And step number five, I like this step. It's, it's a step that's very much so about you and about what you like. Because step number five is do what feels good. That's literally it. Do what feels good. You heard the previous steps and they were all telling you how to help you. They're all focused on the healing process. But now's the time to do the things that make you feel great. It can be relaxing and reading books or writing, journaling. It could be prioritizing your physical health, learning how to cook, going to the gym. If you want to go out, have fun, dance, see your friends. I honestly don't care. What I care about is that you're being happy and you're prioritizing yourself and the things that make you feel good. So do a social media cleanse. Get rid of their stuff. Travel or sit at home. Meditate. Yeah, you're going to miss your ex. That's normal. But this is a fresh start to rediscover who you truly are. It's a blank slate. It's a time to rediscover who you were always meant to be. Grieve the relationship for a few days, but then get up and explore. Life is beautiful, and so are you. <laughs> and I honestly hope that this podcast episode was a reminder of that. Yeah, it's steps one, two, three, four, five. But if you read between the line, it's all about rediscovering yourself, understanding that, yeah, you love this person. They were a big part of your life, but they weren't your whole life because that's you. You were special before them as well. 
So let's rediscover that beauty. I'm going to end this podcast with a few tips that I actually read. It's from psychotherapist Rachel Seussman, and I really wanted to share it with you. So, okay, number one, consider writing a list of everything you feel and then write a comforting thought next to it. For example, write, today I feel ashamed of my breakup. I feel like I can't tell anyone. And next to it, write, there's no reason to feel embarrassed. Millions of people are suffering today just like I am. I am not alone and I have a right to ask for help. Number two. You have to accept that healing will take time. You are on a marathon, not a sprint. But don't worry, there's a finish line ahead. That was number two. Number three, create a peaceful area to grieve the relationship. Turn your bedroom or another room into a place of tranquility. Number four, practice deep breathing exercises several times a day. And number five, journal your thoughts later. Let your emotions flow and don't hold back. Remember that when you journal, it's a place where you can totally be yourself and write down anything you desire. So I just wanted to share with you those last little uh, bits of advice. I like them, so I thought they were worth sharing. And with that being said, please just remember that you're worthy, that you're incredibly loved. And that everything will fall into place. You're going to rediscover that amazing and talented and incredible and kind and genuine person that you've always been. It's going to be okay. You're still incredible. You're still loved. You're still worthy. And this has been an episode of Arrows to the Heart. Thank you for listening. Show some love, leave a review, and subscribe for future episodes. This was Arrows to the Heart.